mean, I do so many interviews all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're always being interviewed? No. Well, back in the day. Back, back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. Let me get rid of my gum. I feel like... You don't want to be chomping away? I don't want to be chomping away, just having the poor <laughs> the poor listeners being like... They're like, all right. You're what like, is that? Gum. Good gum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode brought to you by Spirit 5 Gum. Sure. I think. <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Um... No, the thing is, is every episode I seem to, I've like, you don't realize how many brand names you say, and you know, and oh, just like yeah. conversation. And so in doing this, I became hyper aware of all these like free po- <laughs> advertising I've been doing. Totally. And so, yeah, five gum, truth right. or dare style. There you go. Actually, that would be a fun way to start this off. Okay. Truth or dare, Kayla? Truth. All right. Oh, jeez. What are five sounds that make you feel warm? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not making this up. That is... Five gum. That's an interesting question. You I know, know right? I don't think I've ever thought about sounds that make me warm. Sounds that make you feel warm. Um, Maybe like, <laughs> you know, like the bubbles in a hot tub. That's pretty warm, right? Okay. Can you make that sound for us? Um, <laughs> like... In your best uh, impression, <laughs> what does that sound like? That's a great question. <laughs> you know, um, I don't even know where to begin with that sound. <laughs> I, I'll help you out. I think it's like... <laughs> I like that. That's. I feel warm now. <laughs> Did that make you that feel warm? It, yeah. On this cold, rainy day in LA? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> great. That's amazing. All right. Um, maybe we'll save the other four sounds I'll, I'll for later. i have to think about it, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that wonderful intro, <laughs> welcome, Good, right? welcome everybody to episode six of Sidekickback Radio. Uh, it is January 11th, 2015, uh, Golden Globes night. Very exciting. And I have with me Kayla Radomski. Did I say that right? Yes, you did, actually. Awesome. I... Wish I could say I was a linguistics major in college, but I wasn't. We can pretend, right? <laughs> we can pretend. <laughs> um, so some of you might recognize Kayla's name from So You Think You Can Dance. Was it season five? Mm-hmm. I got it. Look at you. I did my research. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what's funny is when I told, like, maybe, like, one or two people, because, you know, some people check in with me on how this is going. Uh-huh. And when I told them who my guest was this week, uh, some people got outraged because they were like, she should have won. Oh, like, really? Yeah, oh. You, you have uh, some fans out there that are, like, still bitter. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That I mean, you don't get anywhere without people that support you and appreciate you. Yeah, you need, you. you need fans that are bitter about your shortcomings, I guess. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kayla, thanks you. So, I like to start off every episode with, like, with just a random question of how can I help you today? Is there anything I can help you with today? You, like... You know? You have anything on your mind that you, like, need venting? Or anything like that? Any venting. Um, No, I mean, I guess since it's Golden Globes night, I wish I was there. (laughs) I wish I could be there, but... Well, uh, friends close to me will know that I'll be there. Um, But so you're more than welcome to come along and uh, we'll have a good time tonight. But, you know, did you bring your gown with you? I left it at home. (laughs) 
You know, it's just it's just hanging, it's just waiting for it's just me. Waiting. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for the day that I get like that invite. Yeah. That's like, a, I feel like there's a movie where like she walks in and there's like a lot is it like is it pretty woman? Mm-hmm. I think of pretty woman? Yeah. yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> Perfect. Richard Gere is waiting at your house. I right hope now. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are you from originally? You're from Colorado? I'm originally from Colorado, yeah. Yeah. And you're actually from Aurora, right? Uh-huh. Where the where the shooting was, which was that was five minutes from my from my house, actually. Yeah, we used to go there all the time. Yeah. And so where were you at the time that that happened? I was at my house out here, and I remember hearing about it, and I text my mom, because her and my grandparents go to the movies all the time, and I heard about it, and I was like, where are you right now? And thank God she answered, but it was very... They had been yeah. to the theater the night before that. Oy. Yeah. That's scary. So it was, it was very scary. Yeah. Um, so when did you move out here? I'd imagine it was for... So You Think You Can Dance. It was, yeah, I, I I, mean, I relocated out here for So You Think, and they put us up in apartments while we were on the show. Um, and then after that, I went on the tour for two months, and it was that January, so it was 2010, is when I decided to move out here because I booked my first job, and I had to be out here. I was assisting uh, Adam Shankman on the Oscars, actually. Nice. Which was a pretty awesome first job. So assist, assistant choreographer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and, and then so... I got to dance as well in it. Yeah, what year was that? 2010, 2010, yeah. So what were the films competing that year? Uh, well, we and... did performances to all the nominated, uh, the musical stuff. So it was when Up was nominated. Uh, Up won for the best uh, uh-huh. best music. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Original song? Yes. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that <laughs> so category. One, that, that one category. You know? <laughs> um, it, so we did a performance to all of those yeah. nominated songs, and it, it was amazing. Wow. It was really, really great. Still one of my favorite performances to this day. Yeah. yeah. And you got to dance in that, I hope, I right? I did, yeah. yes, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So what was that process like of, in terms of, like, taking the song and the movie, so you have this visual component, but you're and you're taking this musical component and then creating a dance that's a hybrid of the two, right? Right. So. It's, just, it's just trying to bring it to life without, like, trying to go off the story directly and, and still being original in your own creations. Yeah. And, um... I mean, Adam Shankman, who's an amazing guy and an amazing director, is he's brilliant. So, you know, he had everything kind of planned out, and then he had some choreographers and then us assistants that were all there to kind of just brainstorm and try to create these things and bring it to life, you know? Yeah. In front of all these amazing actors who, you know, <laughs> were in these movies. <laughs> yeah. I remember walking out on stage, and I started, and Meryl Streep, who's like my idol, my, the, my idol, that yeah. woman is everything to me. <laughs> was sitting directly in front of me, like, like five feet away. And I was like, my stomach just dropped. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was a very big rush of all kinds of energy right before we started. That's but awesome. It, it was really cool. Um, what was the time frame like in terms of like how long you had to prepare that? We worked on that for a month. We were in weekly rehearsals for about a month. Um, every day from like 10 to 8 kind yeah. of thing yeah it's funny because the general public like only sees that one night uh-huh. and we have no idea like the preparation that goes into that how much work yeah and, and i mean like even driving around town i mean you know for the golden globes i saw them getting ready a week ago so mm-hmm. you think like the preparations are only a week but i'm sure it's like months and months of yeah. planning and choreography and it's a lot stuff. of work for you know two minutes of a, of a <laughs> performance you know that like goes by in a second yeah yeah um but I also feel like you're used to that with um, So You Think because 
those performances are like pretty short mm-hmm. and I mean well so what's the structure of that so you think so you think was crazy <laughs> crazy awesome um we had the first day we would have rehearsals it was an hour and a half and we were on camera so it was kind of half rehearsal half for show. camera there yeah. yeah for them to see what we're doing and then the next day we had three hours with the choreographers no cameras gotcha. um and then we would have an hour on stage for like blocking and then we would have a camera block and then the show mm-hmm. so it wasn't a lot of time uh and in our off time we would literally be in like the hallways at our apartments trying to rehearse <laughs> and remember these things and get it perfect because like it's not every day you're, you go on national TV and you don't have, like, a second chance to do it. You know, you're just thrown out there and whatever happens, happens, <laughs> yeah. you know. And you're like, oh, gosh, I hope I don't fall on my face. I hope <laughs> I remember my steps, you know. Um, it's quite the process. Those those dancers are put through a lot of a lot of work, yeah. you know, and it, it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the creative process behind it, is it just, like, the choreographers are just kind of... Because it's so short... Are they just kind of telling you what to do, or do you get to have any input in the creation of it, or do you collaborate together? I feel like it's a big collaboration. Uh, I mean, they come in with their ideas, and obviously they talk to the producer, and they kind of make sure they're all on the same page, and Nigel and everyone. Uh, And then they come in, and and they tell us, like, this is the story, this is what we want, but it's really up to the dancers. Dancers are actors in their own way, because... In order to bring something to life through your movement, you have to portray it through your emotions and through your body. And, and so it takes not only them, but us as dancers to, to create it and bring it to life so that the audience feels what's going on and understands what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was hoping you could maybe like retell your story a little bit that I heard because... We, we met in acting class with Stan, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we always introduce ourselves and kind of update each other, because there's always new people coming in and out, and when I was new that day, um, you told your story about the piece uh, on addiction, on mm-hmm. gravity, which I'm sure people that watch the show will definitely remember, because it it's amazing to watch, and if anybody hasn't seen it, definitely look it up on YouTube, <laughs> um, because it's an amazing piece, and so, like, I, if you. you can just retell that story a little bit, because it's so great, and... Yeah, uh, that was probably one of the like most emotional pieces that I did on the show um, with Mia Michaels and Capono, my my partner, and uh, she came in and she told us what the piece was about, and it was about addiction and someone who's like holding on to something that's just destroying them. You know, it's it's killing them, and it was a it was a big thing to take on because you don't want to ever desensitize it or make it seem like you're trying to make fun of it or anything like that because it's so important to so many people and we wanted to be able to bring those people some sort of joy or some sort of something to release what they're going through you know Mm -hmm. and it was a process Mia was not she was not easy on us which she shouldn't be you know um she beat us down there were lots of tears there was lots of laughing there was lots of bruises and pain and, and emotions and you know it, it was quite a process, and there was lots of days where it was really great, and then there were days where Mia was like, what are you doing, you know? And it's, you know, it's a process. And, and the day that we went on stage, we literally walked out on stage, and we were like, I don't know what's going to happen right now, you know? And so we we walked on, and we were like, okay, you're with me. I'm with you. Let's Let's do this. And we did it. And then the first thing we did was we didn't even look at the judges. We looked for Mia in the audience and we were like, okay, where is she? What is she thinking? And she was crying and, and it was just kind of like a relief. And, you know, 
we got so many people reaching out to us after that piece saying, you helped me through this, or you touched my life because I'm going through this, or I'm dealing with an addiction. And, and that's the most rewarding part, you know, is, is knowing that we were able to touch people's lives and maybe help them for a minute or for a day or, or however long, just to know that we were able to be there with them and, and, and work through something with them is just really, really, I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great to just watch you get emotional. Yeah, <laughs> it's make, like, it kind of takes my breath away, like reliving it every time, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. That's great. Um, and so I guess we'll switch gears because now you're you're getting into acting. And so, I mean, you clearly have the foundation of emotional expression through your dancing. But so what what kind of made you kind of start to veer towards acting? I mean... I've, I've, I've always loved acting through my dancing, obviously. Um, and there was just a moment where even just sitting and watching movies, I, I couldn't think of anything other than like, oh my gosh, I want to do this and I want to be able to, to be up there. And how did they do this? And what process did they go through to create that? And, and, and like so many questions came to my mind. And then every time I watched a movie or, or saw an actor, I was like, like just studying. It, it just like intrigued me and... You know, I was like, I have to do this. <laughs> you yeah. know, I have to, I have to do this. Do you have a specific title in mind when it went with like that whole, because for me, I had that exact same feeling, but it was very specific and targeted. It was during Captain Phillips and Tom Hanks, his performance in that. I remember just watching that and at the end of that being like, I want to do that. Like that specific performance. I want to be able to do that whenever I get to be his age, you know? Um, and so <laughs> I know it's a long road ahead, but you know um so do you have a specific title that you think of when i mean i can honestly say like like i said anything that meryl streep has <laughs> done <laughs> is like and i know i'm sure there's tons of people who think that but she is like a, a, she's a, she's amazing she's a monster in such an amazing way and like i just finished watching there was a, a director i worked with this summer that um told me to watch sophie's choice mm -hmm. one of her older movies and i was just like flabbergasted by the stuff that she can do and and like the different accents and the different pieces. She's just, she's everything. If I can have an ounce of her talent, like, I would be so lucky, you know? <laughs> um, but, there, I mean, there's so many people that are so inspiring, you mm -hmm. know, just to watch. And I feel like everyone has something special and something that you can learn from or, or pull from to mm -hmm. create your own person. Gotcha. Um, did you live in New York at any point? I'd never lived there, no. Okay, well, um, I'd say that just because um, the series, something eight, what was it? Some, you did, you were on a web series? Chasing eight. Chasing eight. Yeah. Yeah, that took place in New York, but you guys filmed it here? We filmed it here, oh, yeah. Okay, so those, those, it was a good job of the, you know, combining the, the kind of establishing shots of New York with the yeah. dance videos. <laughs> the movie magic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the movie magic. Uh, you fooled me. I thought you were in New York, because I was going to ask, like, did you try that whole, the whole Broadway crossover of acting dancing kind of thing yet i or... never have tried it i mean it's something that i definitely want to try one day um i feel like if i were to do broadway i definitely want to be acting and dancing as opposed to to just dancing or, or anything like that i want to combine all the stuff that i love um but i feel like i moved to la first as a dancer and and that's where like tv and film and stuff really like are good for dancing and so I kind of just lived in this world and got so attached to TV and film that I'm like that's what I want to do right now yeah but I would never like if an opportunity came around like 
obviously, you know, anything you can do to, to learn and experience and, and grow is something that will help you in the, in the long run, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of opportunities, I mean, do you have anything coming up? I think you said the, yeah, I, the talking, blunt, I mean, if there, yeah. it's something that you're not allowed to talk about, we can cut it out. Or, I mean, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I, it, it is on IMDb that Patrick Stewart's doing a, a new show called Blunt Talk. And I recently was called to do some sort of dance on it. I have no idea what it is, who we're dancing with, what we're doing. Um, but we we start rehearsals next week for that. So there will be some sort of dancing on the <laughs> show. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited to find out too. Let's uh, back up a bit, I guess. So what, what were you like in high school? I, I love talking about high school with people because it's such a formative time for people. Uh, my high school... It, Experiences were interesting. I well, when I was in middle school, I, I went to a performing arts school as a dancer, so I was constantly around artists and people who kind of understood what we were doing and what we wanted to do. Whether it be like painters or actors or dancers or you know, there was all kinds of artists that we were around. So they kind of understood why you're constantly at a dance studio for five hours a night every night of the week, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in eighth grade, I thought okay, wait a second, I want to have a real high school experience. I want to be able to go to homecoming and prom <laughs> and this, and that's such a girl thing, you know? <laughs> um, so my, mo- uh, my mom and I decided to take me to a normal high school. That was the worst decision of my life. <laughs> it was the worst. I should have stayed at the performing arts school. But it was an experience. I got to, you know, I went to prom, and I got to do all that stuff. And um, it, it was just very hard because those those teachers didn't understand why my mom was like, oh, she's going to go to L.A. for this audition, you know, because this is her future. They were yeah. like, you need to be in school and this and that. And and I would get all my work done and, and ahead of time, but they still just, they didn't appreciate it. So after that one year of experiencing high school, um, we decided to... Uh, <laughs> With air quotes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we decided to homeschool, my, homeschool me. So... Um, I basically did all my schoolwork at home, and I was able to focus on my dancing and my performing and, and all that more. Um, I was just really, I was really focused. I was, I when I went to school, I was really focused on that, and I did what I needed to do, and then I was always at the dance studio. I was always training and always, you know, that's what I wanted to do. My friends were the people at the studio, you know, because we yeah. spent so much time together, blood and sweat and tears and, you know. Um, I was just really focused. I've always wanted to be in the entertainment business, and I've I've known that since I was very little. Um, I used to like try to copy Michael Jackson and and singing in the rain and stuff like that. And my my grandma would watch it, and they just knew like I this is what I had to do. And and so it's always been such a priority to me. If you if you go back to high school and you open up your CD player, your Walkman, what <laughs> CD is in there? Uh, it's definitely a Britney Spears CD for sure. <laughs> Any like Britney, Christina, and Sync, that kind of thing. I was totally that girl. <laughs> yeah. She was, you know, they were my idols back then. Yeah, well, they're dancing. I mean, yeah, and underappreciated. I feel like, yeah, like I, at least with my friends and stuff, we never talked about it. But if you go back and watch the music videos, you're just like. It's pretty great. You know? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so much work that goes into it. You know, I feel like, like, dancers work so hard, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't realize all this extensive work that we go through just to create a two-minute video yeah. and and whatnot. And you know, even with I know, um, 
one of my biggest dance like inspirations and instructors that kind of helped grow or create me as a dancer is Brian Friedman and he choreographed for Britney and stuff so like I've heard all the stuff and extensive training that she went through and, and you know and I kind of went through the same thing but just as a dancer not as a, a singer performer you know mm-hmm. yeah so. um speaking of which I uh I've noticed because as an actor that a large portion of what determines your career has nothing to do with acting you know, because mm-hmm. like it, it makes up such a small part of you as a as an actor, like speaking from a business point of view and and booking auditions and stuff like acting's not really that big of a part of it. It's more your attitude and and how you package yourself. And so with dance, do, is it kind of similar? Because like it's funny with a with a talent based art, you know, there's no like there's no world record for most <laughs> best like most acting, like you right. know what I mean, or most dancing. So it's like. I feel like it's a finite kind of thing and therefore it's not like the best actors don't always get cast. Is it the same kind of thing in dancing? Like the best dancers don't always get the part. It's, or... I mean, it's true. Um, a lot of it, I mean, there's like a, a part of it that has to do with your talent and then there's the part of it, it's your look, you know, mm-hmm. we want a six, six foot guy instead of a five foot guy or, you know, a lot of that comes into it and then a lot of who you know comes into it and and you know the the dance world is it's large but it's small so like (laughs) if you have done something that's not respected it gets around you know and and so you always want to put your best foot forward and present yourself in the best light that you possibly can you know and never be never be on set and complaining because someone always hears it (laughs) you know and then it goes on to the next person goes on to the next person then they're like Oh, she she just complained the whole time last time on set, so we're not gonna bring her in, you know. So it's 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 totally about your attitude and how you present yourself to people because nobody wants to work with someone who's super negative and, and <laughs> not grateful. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, do you play any sports? I don't play any. Sports. You don't play any sports whatsoever. No. I uh, in my when I was going to my art school, we had a gym class and we were playing baseball and we didn't have mitts or anything, and I uh, I caught the baseball without a mitt and it broke my finger. So that oh was like the, the extent of my sport. It, it broke my finger. I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need to do this anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. That was just one experience. You know. But hey, sign you up for the Dodgers. Hey, they could use you. <laughs> totally. Oh, burn. Burn. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. Where do you see your, I guess, career? Kind of, like, because you're a dancer first, that's what you said, right? Mm-hmm. You're a dancer first, but you're doing acting and you want to be Meryl Streep. I mean, like, if you could have it your way, and, like, what would what do you see happening if it's, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you were to get everything that you wanted, what oh, would geez. we see? <laughs> that's a that's a big question. I know. Um, Isn't that weird? Like, it is. It's like, don't you have to think about if it could, I could have it my way? You know, I, I think first and foremost, I would want... I always want to be the best that I can be. I never want it to be, like, a matter of, like, I get somewhere and then I, I start slacking off. Because I feel like you can always grow as a person and grow as a as an artist you know never you never stop growing you can always learn something and so I always I I hope that I can be respected one day for my work ethic 
and for how much how much effort I put into it because it, it means so much to me and I want people to see how much it means to me instead of just like taking it for granted. And so like I would hope obviously to, to be doing TV and film and, and stuff like that um, all the time as a living, you know, and um, but never allowing it to become something that I just am used to, you know. I always want it to stay exciting yeah. and, and something that... I want to bring something different every time someone were to see me on TV or in a movie. I want it to be something different, and I want it to be an experience for them. You know, I want them to appreciate what I'm doing as opposed to just watching it because they wanted to go see a movie, you know. And I want to inspire kids and, and, and adults to always push and follow their dreams because it's we all know it's not easy, you yeah. know. It's not an easy thing, and a lot of people give up and I don't think anyone should give up. I just posted something today about like not letting um anyone ever like cut you from your dreams or telling you that your dreams can't come true because I truly believe that dreams are really important and if you work and and push through and and really follow them, you can create something that you want and achieve what you want no matter if it's in a day or if it's in 3 years, you know, you just have to keep pushing and um I don't know. I just, I, I really want to be respected and, and inspiring to people instead of just a, another human, <laughs> you know, I just, just want to inspire them to, to, to push and, and follow what they want to do because everyone can make it. I mean, where do you want to be? What, like, what's your, <laughs> what's your, um, ideal? You know, I look at the guys who are winning Oscars these days and they're kind of in this, um, age bracket where they're like, is a little older you know what I mean mm -hmm. so and it's so I know the feeling of like I want it all to happen right now and and it's such a like kind of like adolescent thought of just like I want everything that I want right now of course because um, we're all impatient <laughs> yeah we're all impatient but like um I would I I kind of I want to have that this you know the struggle over the next few years of like figuring myself out in terms of my place in the world and mm -hmm. uh, of acting and um i mean eventually I, I i just you know when when you're a kid and you dream of what you do you know dream of hitting the home run in the bottom of the ninth I'm sorry i'm bringing back baseball I'm, it's I'm okay I, I can understand you know. a home run <laughs> <laughs> but as a kid you know you dream of hitting the the game-winning home run in the bottom of the ninth with two out or um being an astronaut and stuff mm -hmm. like that and like the way you picture it and now just picturing myself on the on the stage accepting an Oscar like that's kind of what I see and what I hope for and mm -hmm. and um you know getting there I know is so not close right now and I'm really excited to progress over the next 20 years you know because right. I think uh, Matthew McConaughey just one was is 44 just mm -hmm. turned 45 probably so like there's, I got some time to figure right. this out you know and, and at the same time I know people say life is short and you know, the you know follow your dreams, but like, I don't know. That's how I see it. That's what I see when I. Yeah. Ah. Well, and there's such a nice thing about like longevity instead of something happening right away, and it's like really right. big and, and great, and then all yeah. of a sudden it's just gone. Yeah. You know, you want to be a person <laughs> that like exists through and keep like I said keeps growing and and doing new things. Yeah, and it gives me comfort. Like if I'm in an audition and I you know. I just had an audition recently that it was like kind of one of the bigger ones I've had mm -hmm. recently. And, um, 
when I walked in, I was just like looking around. I, I wouldn't have cast me in that part. Just looking at other people and knowing the character, I was mm-hmm. just like, I see these other guys fitting that role better. Right. If I get it, great. That's not <laughs> my decision. Really awesome. That's why I'm not a casting person. <laughs> but uh, and and I took solace in the fact that like. Uh, you know, because, like, the character was married, and I'm not married, and maybe mm-hmm. I look like I would have, you know, get married young, I don't know. But, like, to know that that's ahead of me, mm-hmm. getting there, and I'll grow into that kind of person, and, like, it, it's coming. It, it's, it's so comforting to know that and, and not panic, mm-hmm. which I know is, like, a, such a <laughs> such a huge piece of advice that celebrities, when I hear them in interviews, give. They're just like, I wish I would have told my younger self not to panic. Yeah. You know, just don't, just relax. It's so it's... hard not to panic. I know, <laughs> so I know. And it's it's easier said than done. I can tell <laughs> anyone else that's, like, trying to make it as a dancer, or, you know, or even another actor. And I'm like, it's going to happen when the time is right, blah, blah, blah. But when, when my mom or someone else tells me that, I'm like, no, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, when? But it's, you know, it's. It's believing in yourself and not allowing that stuff to affect you or mm-hmm. affect your drive towards it. You know, because I just read, I just, I, my mom posted something to me and it was about how Meryl Streep went into an audition for King Kong. Meryl Streep again, I know. Um, for and, the recent King Kong? Uh, back or? in the set in 79, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And she went in an audition, and the guy said something in another language to his son, and she happened to understand the language, and she responded, and then left the audition. It was just like, you know, and, and it, it's it's crazy to see that, like, even these huge stars who are inspiring to all of us, they got told no and got cut down and, and no, 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 no a million times, just like, you know, we are going through, you know? So it's it, it's... It's just part of the process and, and meeting people and creating a name for yourself and, and keeping a positive manner about yourself yeah. while going through all of the ups and the downs and the yeah craziness, you know? Yeah, Hillary, Hillary Swank, she was told that she was too half hour for television in one of her early auditions. And, um, or she was like too half hour for an hour drama. She was uh-huh. auditioning for, I think... Uh, an hour-long drama that nobody knows the name of anymore but um and then she eventually got a recurring role on i want to say 90210 or Melrose place it was in its eighth season so like nobody cared about that yeah. show anymore <laughs> and then she got fired from it and she was just like how do you get fired from season eight of 90210 oh like that's ridiculous um and then because she got fired she went to an audition for a film called boys don't cry and then became an Oscar winner, like, so shortly after. Like, yeah. It's, it's so crazy. You yeah, just never know. it's always like when a door closes, there's always going to be one that opens that's probably a better thing for you. But it's just waiting and being patient. Yeah. You know, which is hard. It's not, <laughs> it's not easy at all. Not easy at all. But when you, when you really love something, it's nothing can stop you from chasing it. Yeah. And, Sometimes it loves you back and sometimes it doesn't. It's, it's, yeah, sometimes you're getting rubbed down and sometimes you're, you know, you're going to smack across the face. But hey, yeah. it's all worth it in the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this is popping into my head, but what's your favorite restaurant in L.A.? I don't know. <laughs> Just curious. The Stinking Rose. Yeah, I haven't been, been there. I haven't been there yet. Okay, you have to love garlic. Yeah, I know. I'm obsessed with garlic. (laughs) It's so good. 
It's, I used to, when I came out here, um, when I was younger, we would always drive past it and I always wanted to go. And then when I moved here, I was like, I'm going to this restaurant. <laughs> and then it's like, it's been my favorite ever since. When did you go? At what point? Because like, I know that it was like the top restaurant in LA. Uh, by the way, this episode brought to you by the Stinking Rose. You see, you don't there realize you how much advertising <laughs> you do in your everyday life. Everyone go check it out. It's really good. <laughs> um, they'll send us a free clove of garlic. Perfect. Um... So, because I know it was, like, the top restaurant in L.A., but that was, like, eight years ago, I want to say. It was a long time ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and so, like, I wonder if, you know, it's the fad is over, and it's, like, Stinking Rose is so 2009. It's so old. Well, I go there all the time, so I'm so out of date if it is. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's holding up. It's still good. It's really great, yeah. Yeah. Every time my family comes out, they're like, I want to go there. I'm like, good. Have you had the garlic ice cream, I'd imagine? I tried it, yeah. Yeah, it's, It's... it's interesting. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's like, if I'm going to have ice cream, I want it to be like, they have a really great custard that isn't garlic, um, which is really What? Great. I thought I everything on the menu was garlicky. Except for the custard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we need something. We have to have one thing. Just give people a break. Yeah. Yeah, you go home and you're like breathing garlic. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> Good place for a date. Yes. All take right. your dates there. That's the one. <laughs> the winner. Nice. If, if she can handle that, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of mine. It's weird, because I grew up here, so been all over. And ah. things pass, and things, like, go through, you know, cycles yeah. and stuff. Gosh. Nothing's coming to mind. He doesn't like to eat, apparently. Oh, no, I like to eat. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Ah, oh, man. Oh, well. <laughs> nothing nothing i mean bay cities which is right over here have you ever been Mm-mm. which i've already talked about on the on the show but um it they it's an italian deli and everybody that works there is like super like what do you want what do you want i'll give you what you want all right just give me the order and i'll give you what you want like you know kind of like the attitude uh-huh. and like let's move let's move let's go 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 they have a sign that says if you're on your cell phone and we call your number we are moving past you. Like, oh, it's like, it's intense going there. Um, and it's super crowded on, on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, it used to be worse. Like, you would pull your number and it would be like, your number would say like 15 and you'd look up and they'd be on number 13. But you'd realize that they have to go all the way through to oh, get back gosh. to you. <laughs> so like That's that. Horrible. Yeah. But um, really good sandwiches. Yeah. And I like then, that. I mean, every, my birthday, I always go to Benihana. I do that a lot too, actually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a, a standard birthday place. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's uh, it's one of the few traditions that my family has, and I think they're tired of it, <laughs> but I'm sticking to it. Just I'll be like stay. I'll be like sixty years old <laughs> going to Penny on my birthday. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like <laughs> me in Disneyland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You... I'm obsessed with Disney. Anything. You got the year your annual pass. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> Like, we'll literally go for like we'll just drive up if we don't have anything to do and go for a couple hours and just why not why not the happiest place on pass, earth you know? i want to pay twenty dollars for see mickey for mouse oh. <laughs> is that why you go for the for the costumes the costume characters? i go for all of it i love it i literally love it all i love any kind of like theme park with rides um like cute or like crazy rides uh-huh. and you know i love all the movies ever since i was little obviously uh-huh. um and I just, I don't know, it's just, it's its a magical place, like they say, you know? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought about becoming a performer there? And Because and, I, I see a lot of dancers there, you know? I've always They're... said that I want to go there and be, like, one of the, like, characters for a day. Like, 
Cinderella or something for a day because I I I love going and and seeing all the little girls who just like it's so real to them and it's it's so magical to them and seeing their faces light up I think it'd be really really <laughs> great to be able to you know yeah. do that for children and well I do I do know a guy who's a performer there and I gotta have him on to talk to him about that Bobby if you're hearing Bobby. this <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so stay tuned to that if you're yeah, to totally. hear about the insights because he'll probably be like it's terrible it's so bad i know i know <laughs> run away all the magic <laughs> <laughs> there's no magic <laughs> yeah. um oh wow that's that. i love annual it. pass holder yes do you ever sure. want to be in club 33 we've i've thought about it and i actually had friends who went uh last year i think it was and it was like they they weren't prepared for it and they went in and it was like super fancy they were in like shorts and oh, t-shirts no. and like <laughs> it's like a prefix menu well, how did stuff. they how did they get in if they he, didn't have um, the memo the guy worked with someone who was a member who could bring people in um gotcha. so they just got lucky and were able to go in but they're mm. like i don't ever want to go back cuz they <laughs> felt so crazy and they're like they their t-shirts and tennis shoes in Club 33. I wonder if there's like a sign there now that's like, if you see these people, kick them out. Right. They were <laughs> underdressed. Like well, I know that uh, Disney is so crazy when it comes to like their standards mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, have you seen the documentary Exit Through the Gift Shop? No, I haven't. Um, it's about Banksy, the street artist. Okay. And he, this guy who he became friends with and started filming him. And Banksy did this thing where he put a like a blow up doll dressed in a Guantanamo Bay outfit, like the orange jumper and a black hoodie over yeah. it, and put it on a fence in um, Thunder Mountain Railroad. And um, then Banksy <laughs> left, you know, to clear to get out of there. Of course. <laughs> but the guy stayed to film it, and he filmed it for a while, and you know, caught people's reactions and stuff. And then he started to leave, and before he knew it, he just starts like seeing people following him, like FBI status. And then, like, quicker like than he could realize it, he got swept away into an interrogation room and was interrogated for, like, four hours. And they, like, were checking his uh, camera. And I think he, like, switched out the cards or something. Oh, so, like, he, he was okay. And he was like, it's clean, it's clean. And, um, but, yeah, they're, they're pretty intense there. That's insane. <laughs> that is really crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot of, like, standards and you have to do this and that and... And whatnot. Yeah, and the basketball court and the Matterhorn. Yep, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> the secrets of Disneyland. Secrets, I know. Yeah. Someone has a book about that. One of my friends has a book I was supposed to read, and he never gave it to me. I have to find him and get it. If <laughs> about you're listening, all the secrets. if you're listening, Casey. buddy, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> so Casey and Bobby are being called yep. out today. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, cool. Any new resolutions for the year? The new year. Um, I mean, I feel, I feel like, I don't know, just, just staying completely focused on like, like, like I said, cause I'm newer to the acting thing. Like two yeah. years ago, it was like, I started doing it and I, you know, I was new and I wasn't sure what I was doing and stuff. And it, it's so prominent in my life. It's like the main thing that I'm focusing on. So it's just like putting my entire all into it, everything I can possibly and learning as much as I can, you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, just focusing on that and, and staying determined and yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Cause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to get like, uh, to get like sidetracked and yeah. 
Ugh. Well, that's like that's a resolution. Don't don't yeah. let that happen. Just because it's a resolution doesn't mean it's like doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Doesn't. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. All right. You know. Yeah. Staying positive. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, I guess uh, we can wrap it up about now. I mean, is there anything? I mean, this is your last chance to get anything out that you want to get out. Oh, uh, Twitter and Instagram handles. Um, sure. My, my Twitter and Instagram are just my name, Kayla Radomski, and the number four at the end, spelled K-A-Y-L-A-R-A-D-O-M-S-K-I, and the number four. Is, is that because there are three others? That's because Kayla Radomski was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> so, and four is my lucky number, so I was like, I'll just throw that on there. Was it taken by somebody that, like, was trying to beat you to the punch for, so you think... I have no idea, actually. I've never really looked into it. I know people that do that, that, like, when they know a film is coming or something, they'll, like, get the uh, Twitter handles that will most be used, Ah. so that way they can kind of, like, either, like, change the name, so that way they they gather all the followers and then change the name, or just to, like, mess with the people, just to, like, be like, I'm the real one! (laughs) (laughs) It's me, I'm official. It's me, I promise. I promise. That's interesting. Yeah, you know. I have to look into it, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Do you ever check in on the on the regular Kayla Radomski Twitter and Instagram? I haven't. There's one girl on Facebook who is a Kayla Radomski, and I, I, I don't know her at all, but <laughs> apparently she's a Kayla Radomski, too. I've seen, like, random pictures, but... Yeah. I think there's another Andrew Fromer in New Mexico. Oh, really? Yeah. Hope you're listening, buddy. <laughs> we have the same name. Hey. <laughs> hey. <Fist pump. laughs> cool. All yeah. right, and uh, Blunt Talk, watch for you on Blunt Talk with Patrick Stewart. And yeah. anything else? Do you have any auditions recently? No? Uh, I just had an mm-hmm. audition for General Hospital. How'd it go? It felt really great. You know, you, you can never tell in there. Like, yeah, and also... So, they see so many people, and it's <laughs> in and out. And, like, so I went in there, and I, I felt really prepared, and I worked really hard and, and put my best foot forward, and... So yeah. now it's, like, up to the cast. I feel like soap opera acting, though, is also, like, a whole different animal. So different. So, yeah. like, did you go in with, like, a preparation for the fact that it was a soap opera, or were you just being yourself and well, doing I what mean, you Well, I mean, I work with my coach a lot, um, and he he knows, like, the difference between yeah. all of them, obviously. And so there's different moments on, like, especially, like, when there were long monologues and stuff when he's like when they would be thinking to themselves it's it's supposed to be a shot on their face so like make sure you're like looking upwards and thinking so they can get that that glam shot of you for the soap opera you know so it's just little things like that that. slow push yeah the slow (laughs) zoom in on your face and you just start crying no um so stuff like that and like obviously still creating the character and making it come to life and 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 whatnot but it was another thing like you said there were there were people in the room and there were like one type of everybody yeah. so it was one of those where i think they're just waiting to see who they really liked you know because it was so like weird. lots of different people different looks different ages and i was like all right let's go <laughs> here we are <laughs> this is me this is, here i am <laughs> i hope you like this <laughs> so fingers crossed on that yeah you know, we're coming into pilot season so fingers crossed for both of us yeah you know? <laughs> make this a year yes how long have you been kind of doing this? Do you say two years? Two years, like, really seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how did pilot season go last year for you? Because this is my first. Um, pilot season was, it was pretty good. It wasn't super busy for me last year just because I was still, like, getting into it and meeting casting directors. And mm-hmm. I had just signed with a, 
a new agent at that time, so it was kind of like testing the waters and feeling it out. Um, but I have a really, really awesome new agent now, and he's great, so I'm, I'm really hopeful that we're going to... I'm going to at least be able to get into a lot of rooms and, and yeah. at least make some relationships with either casting directors or directors and, you yeah. know, get your awesome. name out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've already got, like, that, the foundation of So You Think, so, like, I'm sure you'll be fine. I got, I got high hopes for you. That's why I'm having yeah. you on now before you get too big. And, and <laughs> no. <you> get... <laughs> Don't no. forget about the little people. Shh. Oh, hush. That is not true. We're both going to make it big and then we can come back here in like, you know, years and have the same conversation and see where we're at. That'd be, that'd be really that'd interesting. That'd be great. Yeah. Shaking on it? Shake. Mm. <laughs> you, heard, you heard it, people? Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cool. Anything else? Last, last chance before you do our sign off. Um, I gotta sign off. No, just Dude. just thanks so much for having me, and oh. thanks for listening. And <laughs> you know, hopefully we can uh, come into your lives sometime and put you through some experiences that you can enjoy. Nice, good yeah. message. All right, well, our sign off is uh, you, it's you gotta go like you gotta go you gotta get ready for a karate chop, and you go okay. side kickback radio, Wacha! but like totally in your own way, whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Alright, side kickback radio. Whatcha? How's that? <laughs> <laughs>